That was the number one thing. Like, I mean, obviously after we got to know you guys and your music and stuff, I was like a fan. But when we first played with gym class, that was the, that was the most obvious thing to me the whole time. I was like, well, this band is going to be big. Like there was no question in my mind. It was like, well, how long until this band is big? That's the question. That whole time had bands getting big was you were just watching bands become big. Like, so it was like the whole thing was really exciting because yeah, even if it was 400 or 700 or whatever, cause I mean, we just sold 700 tickets the other day, but it was different because you would sell, like you would book rooms and it would be, well, we're going to sell out all these rooms big time, sell them out. And then there's the the excitement of it being new and it was all really young people it was that were vibe. very excited in a way you can't recreate. Yeah. So there's an intensity mm-hmm. to it all, but like promoting a glass house, that vibe. Oh man, of like, okay, this is a thing happening tonight. This is a big yeah. fucking deal in Orange County. Yeah, right. it was had right. it was having a cultural impact that you could feel because you could. There was so much else above you that you could know you could reach. Yeah, right. it's like you, it was like if you could if you're selling out. 40 rooms that are four to 700, 800 or thousand, then that just means the next thing you're going to get the next thing after that. That was the time when everything felt like it could only get bigger. It's just a matter of taking the steps. Yeah. Right. So it wasn't like, well, we did good on this tour and kind of it's up and down. It was no up and down to anything. Yeah. It was just up That's only. Well, from <laughs> you know, our perspective, just, we were like, oh, we're just going to get every good tour. Yeah, and it's just which band, right. but some bands get better faster, and that some yeah. people get a million dollars faster, go to a major faster. But it's just you're obviously on the track for that to happen to you. Just yeah. when it's yeah. a matter of time. So he's like, but or gym you class, up. <laughs> yeah, but gym class just popped right out or whatever. And then first to last, well, that was a big one yeah, though. Like it was like, one. oh, they went on and got a million dollars and did blah blah blah. Like okay, well that that we'll, we'll just got to do that. That's probably. I was trying to think of this one day. Is is Sunny uh, Skrillex? Is that the biggest that went beyond us? Probably. He's probably he's the biggest. Very big. Yeah, he got huge. Plain white jeans. That means hey, there's a lot of Skrillex. Is, Skrillex that, I mean, the, the, international, the, and he still is. Huge. I mean, so, a real yeah. important person. I mean, plain white jeans had, had a hit. They had a bigger radio a hit. hit but, yeah, yeah, but not more important figure yeah, i don't know i mean that song is just i mean that song's but so the song huge. but i'm saying skrillex the person sonny the person is a i don't know people really think about Tom him that much. The people really nobody cares about him ticket sales selling tickets to a show is skrillex okay yeah just, let me look at the spotify all right how many how many monthly do you think skrillex has Skrillex is selling ten thousand huh? tickets. Yeah, it's not gonna. It's not even related. Well, like saying. the song is different. That's just a song. But Skrillex, right, this the will person give you an idea, tickets. It's not even this, the same league. This will give you an idea. What is? What do you think Skrillex's Spotify is? Um, thirty million. Ten million. Thirty ten. It's twenty one million. Twenty one point six million. That's a lot. That's yeah. a huge amount. And then plain white tees. What do you think they are? Five million, probably not as much. Close yeah, six million. So, but that's just one song that's just went radio, like mainstream, no, whatever. But Skrillex has, you know, what I'm saying, sells even tickets, just, uh, any right. amount of tickets for. He's like the the. I mean, uh, what's the only is more DJ. of a one hit wonder at that level. They're a real band that was around, always has been around, part of a scene, but in the mainstream. The more they were received, more. But I think that hit. song is so huge. Like I, I guarantee yeah. you, more people more people would know yeah, that song sure. than any, I mean, oh, you, yes. can't a, you can't name a you can't name a song. The song has I mean, more reach than any. Were they on Skrillex the emo crew? Yes. Yeah, but nobody yeah, nobody okay. even cared. But they were a part of the emo crew. Skrillex would and do nobody a even cared. Cruise. Yeah, that's the, what I'm saying. Skrillex wouldn't arena. He's way Skrillex bigger than that cruise. Yeah, yeah, huge. And yeah, international too. You know. Who's the huge DJ guy? Um, I know there's a lot. Who's the guy that <laughs> Aoki? Oh, no, one DJ. A- Aoki. I never DJ even heard Aoki. of Aoki for years. And then we were talking about him one day, and then found out he was like the massive international star yeah. or whatever. His so, it's, it's the guy that works those for Steve DJs Aoki's make unreal. The yeah. guy that works for Steve Aoki's like yeah. he's one of his main guys. Is like our fan. He was on the cruise. That's, he was standing right. side stage. Right. What you know, like he's you know. Um, mm-hmm. 
and me and Dave's tried to do like some song. He was trying to get me and Dave to like write us do a beat or something and he was trying to get to steve aoki or something we made it like a beat and a chord progression or something that's funny that's funny. all right well, well we just kind of got right into it with the band talk this week yeah well, that's what well, we do of, that's what we I have do. some we talk about music i, I have a little bit of Songs band and talk. stories we got a bunch of them toby's okay. got a story that's fresh off the presses i don't know yeah. what it is Ooh, i've heard right. he had it one of those save it for it. the podcast ones yeah yeah I, 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 I said i saved it for the podcast nobody knows Mm-hmm. Uh, I now I feel like I've overhyped it, so I'm a little nervous that it won't be that big <laughs> okay. of a deal. Oh, right? Toby, what happened? What happened, Toby? I'll start with saying this: there was a moment this weekend where the I literally thought this. I, this is what I thought. Trailer. This is the exact. This is the exact words in my head. I was like, the stakes are too high to continue doing this band shit. <laughs> it just i was like everything rides on each of these things working out and it is exhausting like our band continues to work hard and do stuff and if anything goes a little wrong it is potentially a crisis like it's a crisis so let me start with the story uh my girlfriend and i are going I'm going to start uh doing merch for Emory. I'm gonna start shipping merch for Emory. So when you buy a t shirt, I'm the person that's gonna be shipping it. Who was you. doing it? Uh, Katie for Katie a while. and her husband. Oh Devin Devin De- was, was doing it right? before, yeah. Okay. It was it was Toby and Jessica first, then yep. I took it from them. Oh, I remember Katie. that in Franklin. Yeah. I went down yeah. Oh, you remember right. Franklin, Tennessee. Back when yep. So uh <laughs> this is a good deal for me. The more you you listeners out there, buy our merch because I get paid a little bit and it helps me as a single dad. I just don't pull the part <laughs> yeah, string. Like, you do, hold just, on, you do you know get like I mean? a royalty? No you royalty. Like, it's a, a per package. I, I get a, yeah, a per, per package. package I get, like I get, when you I get buy a shirt, it costs what it costs, and then they the shipping charge. That A lot of that shipping right. charge itself, it goes to the postage and to Toby yeah. are the two. You're shipping whatever's added on. Some of it goes right. to UPS. But that's better than like the rest of it goes to Toby. Oh, yeah, way better. Yeah, and, and we're still cheaper. We're still cheaper yeah. than them. Like you're going to get your Emory shirt way cheaper than working one of those companies that takes twenty percent. Yeah, and and zero cut. You know, there's no like you know customer relations really. You just maybe if something happens, they say yeah we'll fix it, but that's about it. I mean, with, they definitely with, won't suck your dick. With, with, with Tiger Ball shipping, we suck dick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I never understood not, when people would say happy, suck. I, I really have pushed back for quite a while now that when people say suck my dick, like it's a bad thing. I don't want to, I don't want anybody thinking sucking dick is a That's bad true. thing. You know what I mean? That like, like when it's consenting adults, it is the best. It's one of the best things you can do. So, yeah, but I think the kind of, I think it's the, they're putting the negative on the other person. Yeah. It's like they're like grabbing your head, shoving it down there. Yeah. Like making somebody God. suck your dick that doesn't yeah. want to do it. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's the bad part. Okay. Cause sucking dick is good though. Um, anyway, back like, to my story. If you like sucking <laughs> it depends dick, on which side good. of it you're on. Right. If you like sucking dick or getting, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Anyway. No, don't suck so, my dick. Can you imagine saying that for real? Yeah. Like being serious and say that? How could somebody do that? Say that for real? Come on, suck my dick, bitch. Like that. <laughs> saying that for real is insane. You oh, have to be insane so yeah, to say no that. Of that. No, it's either. It's, there's no for real of that. It's just it's, an insult. No, some people do it for real, and, and that person is insane. <laughs> All right, let's do a quick before you move on with your story. Let's do a quick little uh, okay. competition. Everybody has to say <laughs> "suck my dick, bitch" as real yeah. as you can say it. Okay, if it if you real? were really uh, saying it, to no. who who am I saying it to? In what well, context? Who? What do we want the context to be? Everybody has to be in the same context. I think move like, on. It, <laughs> Skip on to the story. It, it. <laughs> no. What happened though? Seriously, uh, like with the merch and the trip. Uh. 
All right, we can move on. I liked where Devin was going though. I, I was I thinking it was fun. Yeah, you I know what I mean. Was interesting. I was avenue. thinking. I was thinking about somebody you act, you accidentally bump into. No damage to the cars yeah. or whatever, yeah. and that person's being a fucking asshole. You know, uh, just a fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and they they are trying to push your buttons. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they're just trying yeah. to push your buttons, and they're like, "No, you hit me!" Oh, and they're just like, "Why'd you fucking hit me and bump, you know, bump into me?" You know, they're yeah. acting all that, and you just you lose it, and you say that. Suck my dick, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I did, my window's That's wide open. One. My window is yeah. wide open in my neighborhood. I just I'm so, and my mother-in-law's our, on the other side of this wall. Our just, neighborhood, Matt. Our neighborhood. I just yeah. said it so loud. Somebody walking down the street. My kids and, heard me say that. I mean, it's yeah. magnolia. Yeah, somebody's walking down the street thinking another abusive nice father. Family in a wall right now. I can't wait to hear Matt oh. yelling. Yeah, you'll my hear dick it. You'll be able to hear I walked by your house twice recently, I, and I know your next door neighbor already. I already know your next door neighbor is already somebody I know. For real? That's yeah. so funny. I know, know your next door neighbors. I've been in the house next How door. How many to houses you. apart? That's gonna cause issues. We're like we're like less than ha- a mile. It's, wow. it's, I mean, it's Half I walk by it all the. I mean, all the time. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna That's live. Cool. It, you know, it's very close. To no, my I want to get back to Toby's story, but all right, everybody has to say it. I said it. But do you actually feel good about that? What? Or what? Are you, about me living that close to you? Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. You're going to get me in trouble. Good. I know it's going to get me in trouble on for a couple of. First of all, you're going to get me in trouble. Yeah, you're going to cause me to act ways that's going to get me into trouble, yep. and I'm going to be embarrassed because of you and our association yeah. for things that you do. Oh yeah, yeah. And also, it's going to be the thing where there's going to be people that I like and associate with that you're not gonna yeah. like and wonder no, how they're not I gonna like, like you oh yeah. no you're, right. you're, gonna, you're gonna be like that yeah. person is terrible i was like well but i it's, i am embedded in this community in a way that there's gonna be people that you don't I, like that i I'll have good relationships with and you're I'll gonna think how do you like that person i go well I'll just so i'm nervous he about under, it i'm excited about it because I'll get there's on board i'm, I'm excited to be able to I'm have in. you see the people that are in this community and then I'm excited to have you see them and know them so I can go see th- what this person is like and what that those people are like I'm very very excited for that that's very will, very good will I like the neighbor I think so yeah I mean I, I think so I mean it's not a, a good or probably bad necessarily not. neighbor but probably I mean they might not like you is what I'm saying <laughs> what if they don't like you? I don't think they're going to. That's the you know. So I don't know what. But there's going to be people that you like that that don't like you that I like or like me. So it's going to be some weird triangles, I'm sure. All right, but, I need some help. All right, Toby, sorry. Go ahead. No, everybody still has to say. We got to oh, say so, it. Yeah. Okay, all right, let well, me think I about it, it for a second. <clears throat> all right, I'll go. Go ahead. Do you want me to go? Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> they hit me, and I'm pissed. Yeah. You're just in a verbal altercation about a thing in public somewhere. Oh, suck my dick. Suck my dick. (laughs) So you go the sarcastic route. Yeah. Oh, suck my dick. Yeah. (laughs) So you go sarcastic. Yeah. Let me think about myself. Why didn't you suck my dick, you fucking nerd? Oh, I ran into (laughs) you? No. Suck my dick. Okay. All right. Let me think here. I got to get mad for a second. So they're yelling at me. And, and I'm a nice guy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a nice guy. I'm trying to resolve the situation. They really had to push your book quickly and to get I'm to here. Apologize. And, right. You know, yeah. I'm, like, I'm sorry. But they're yeah. still being. Yeah. They won't let up to me. Yeah. Listen, man. If you're going to, if you're going to act like that, I mean, you can suck my fucking dick, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's good. All right. All right. Let's see. I guess fuck. What I I'd probably be like, oh. Oh yeah! Suck my fucking dick, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like to some that to do you were yelling that at somebody pretty far away. Yeah, yeah. no, that's what I was trying. Like, cause I wouldn't yeah. say it up close. Yeah. yeah. You say it as you're driving yeah, like, off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> kind of off the mic. Uh, they, they hear me pulling away. <laughs> I'm talking mad shit because I'm pulling away. <laughs> just harsh. Just harsh. It's my thing. I'm getting about all you know, <laughs> getting on down the road. All right, so I'm doing right, merch. I'm that. doing merch, okay? And but our merch is in Charlotte, North Carolina. So I'm gonna go down to Charlotte, pick up the merch, and bring it back to my house. Now, why is it in Charlotte? Because that's uh, where it Katie, is yeah, currently. Yeah, where yeah, Katie and Matt yeah. France and oh, yeah, okay, from. that's yeah, where they yeah, live. They, yeah. They, okay. they, yeah, and so now I'm gonna take it over, and um, so. I want to take most of our listeners know I hit a deer in the van and uh, it has taken up until right now. That was November. Literally this past weekend is when we were able to get the van back. It's taken that long. It's been like five, six months. It's been insane. It's like a sprinter Um, van. Yeah. 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 And so uh, that is about two and a half hours south of where Devin and I live. And so uh, my girlfriend says she'll ride with me and help me get all the merch and everything. So we go um, and we get get the van. Looks great. Everything's awesome. And so we start driving from Mount Vernon, Illinois. Everything's great. It's totally awesome. So cool. Um, we got a hotel with one of those jacuzzis in the room. <laughs> In the room? Yeah. I, I want to tell you. It was so awesome. It was I bet. awesome. I mean, it seems so cliche and silly and cheesy, but it was great. Sitting in that thing was just totally awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, um, we get to Katie's. We're only there for about a little over an hour. I mean, drive all the way to, you know, outside of Charlotte and uh, get, get it, turn around and come back. And so her, um, brother my girlfriend's brother has a house in Asheville. i'm like oh on the way back we'll just stop in Asheville, stay for free this will be well, awesome. that's cool yeah he's actually up in mars hill a little bit north right and so uh we get all the way back and i don't know how it happened but we get back to about Asheville, and i look down and it says uh coolant uh low urgently replace like it says urgent urgent replace coolant now urgent urgent I was like, what the hell? And we'd been sitting in this super slow traffic. Like, it was two wrecks, and it was, I mean, we'd been sitting in it for 30, 45 minutes. And I was like, and luckily, we got to the exit, and there was, like, an advanced auto right there. I go, I had to figure out which one of the uh, antifreeze coolant I need because it's the Mercedes and uh, Sprinter van, and it's not just normal antifreeze. Guy says, this is the stuff. Put it in. I'm like, okay, hopefully that's all right. We drive off. Two miles down the road, urgent, replace coolant. I was like, oh, no. And we found a Napa real quick. And this is now Friday afternoon at 5 p.m. And our Sprinter van that took that long to fix now is having issues. And I'm in (laughs) Asheville, North Carolina, with all of the Emory merch in the back of this van. And I'm like, Oh shit. And uh, I'm there with Allison and she has to be at work on Wednesday. It's Friday now. And I'm like, if anything happens, what am I going to do? Like all of our merch, how we make money when we're not on tour selling is in this van. This is the van that we just got fixed and just got back that we tour in. And I have, I need to get her back so she can do her job or else I'm screwing up her life. And I don't know what to do if this isn't going to work. <clears throat> we get to Napa. And um, I realized that there's a leak. And so now we're talking about the radiator or the radiator hoses. And there's no way, at, you know, Friday at 5 p.m., everything's closed. And I'm not getting a radiator or hoses anytime soon. And I was like, oh, no, what do I do? And so the, they closed at 530. And now it's 545. And the guy still lets me back in. And he says, uh, there is a Napa auto parts down the road that Mike could get you some kind of part like a hose or something if it's a hose but i don't know what's wrong with your radiator or, or if it's your radiator you might need a whole new radiator you might call 1-800 radiators he says and, <laughs> and, get, and i was like okay well but i don't know so luckily i'm saying pretty cool but i'm like 
really in my mind, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, if this thing doesn't work, we can't drive it anywhere. Like, I started thinking, could I get it? Could I get enough antifreeze just to drive it? I drive it five miles, pull over, refill it, drive it five miles to, it was like 20 miles to the airport. I was like, at least I could park it in an airport parking lot. And then from there, maybe get a tow or try to get it fixed later. And then how long are we without merch and all this stuff? Uh, so the Napa guy goes, Hey, there isn't a Riley's. Maybe they can get you some stuff. So, uh, the Riley's is about two and a half miles. The thing comes back on immediately, but we make it. And, uh, when I get back, I get there and the guy, I was like, I'm having some radiator issues. I don't know. Um, could you come out here and help me look at this or whatever? He comes out and we look at it and he goes, Oh, look at your hose here. It's got to be your hose. It's letting air in. And when I squeeze the hose, the, you can tell that the antifreeze gets lower and lower. The cooling gets lower and lower. And right now it's starting, you know, it's, we've been dealing with this for an hour and a half. And I'm like, I'm fucked. I'm just so fucked. And this is just, I'm just the weight of it, like our merch, how we make money, <laughs> van, how we make money, every possible thing. I'm here with my girlfriend. What is, you know, I, I just thought, and what does she the, think? the last time I drove this thing, the, it fucked up the van. You know, I fucked up the van. The, a deer hit us, but still, I was driving. I was like, am I just an awful per? You know, every possible Are thing. Are you thinking like, <laughs> she has to be thinking like, what? I can't depend on this. Yeah, yeah. No, actually, like- <laughs> she, she said I handled it the best. She, she couldn't believe how well I handled it. She thought that I was doing great. I was like, I can't believe you think that because I, I thought for sure I would just look like I was falling to pieces in front of her. Um, So the guy goes, yeah, I think it's your hose. We probably could order one and it would be here between 3 and 5 tomorrow night, which would have been Saturday. And then uh, he said, you could try to put it on. And I was like, but if I don't, then I need to wait till Monday, take it in, and then they won't take the hose from O'Reilly's. They have to get their own. They're not going to, they think, you know, that hose, we don't, we can't ensure where it came from and all that stuff. I was like, fuck, am I going to like stay in Asheville till Monday? And then hopefully somebody gets it in, but still that part, since it's Mercedes, is going to be like a couple of days to get the part. That's Wednesday already. I'm like, am I not going to make it home till next Friday, Saturday? I don't even know. And uh, I'm just just devastated. I'm just devastated. And he was like, "Yeah, I think it's your hose." And I was like, "Okay, well, let's just." I said, "See if you can see if it comes out of the hose when I rev up the engine, because that's when it I notice it, you know, the most." And I revved up the engine. He goes, "Oh, come up here." I was like, "Huh?" He says, "It's not the hose." He said, cap "Look at this part." Loose. He said, "Look at this part here. It's not the cap." He said, "Look at this part here. It's ripped." And it's a black nipple that goes on the end of the radiator that looks, it's not much bigger than the, like the cap you put on your bike tire. You know, that little black screw on cap when you're going to go, mm-hmm. it's that. And it's ripped. And he goes, whenever you rev it up, like it shoots right out. And so I go back in and he throws down a cap, a box of caps that are, uh, you know, it's like four ninety nine, and I buy it and it's fixed. Wow. There's a and our Mercedes that is super nice and expensive and amazing is crippled by this one flaw that is a rubber nipple that is less than an inch long that you put on this. I guess it's like a release valve or something that they do and whatever it is. And and so uh, we do that then. OK, so I think, oh, my God, we made it. This is so wonderful. Everything's great. Right. Uh what I didn't realize, she was like, well, my brother's place is up in the mountains. And she was like, you know, it, the, the driveway is a little scary. I was like, ah, scary, whatever. It's not, not a big deal. We get there. His driveway is the steepest. Like, it makes, Matt, your dad's driveway look like the, the flattest interstate ever. Like, it is <laughs> up and back like a zigzag and straight up. And I ta- after all of this, I take our van up this incline that you can't believe and even like one spot like we kind of slid for a second i was like oh my god after all this i'm gonna die on this mountain (laughs) so make it up but then the next day i gotta go back down and i mean it is an incline i'm not kidding it's definitely i mean a what's what's a serious grade like six seven percent it's i mean for a short moment it's close it's past it's it's probably eight percent grade like it feels like 
I no, mean, it's it, more than that. The, the most you yeah. do on the interstate is like 7% or whatever. But there's yeah. roads that you've done like, um, you know, in cities and stuff where that are much more than that. So well, this is Seattle. probably. I mean, yeah, so in Seattle, is, those are more than 7%. Okay, so this one was like serious. Like so yeah. much so that when I got to, there's this one section that's really steep. And I mean, it's, uh, you know, 20 yards or something, but it's steep. But I went right down it. Everything's fine. When I get to the end, low coolant, urgently replaced comes on. And I'm like, I'm going to be fucked. We are in the mountains now. And what do I do? And a- Allison's super happy because we made it down this incline. She's like, yay. That's like, hey, I'm proud of you. And I was like, get in. <laughs> get in. We've got to keep going. And so we, there's a gas station kind of near. We pull over and the it goes off. and it, But that warning came on. And so the that we have ten hours to drive, and the rest of the drive, I have to just look. I just keep having to look down to see if the warning's on, and it never came back on. But it so that the whole rest of the drive, I thought I had fixed it, but just because it came on that morning, I think just because the incline it did that. Then got some more bad news for y'all. It uh, when we got to we were about two hours before we were in Paducah area and kentucky on the way back a hailstorm <laughs> an unreal hailstorm happened unreal we don't have damage thank god there's not like dents but it i was scared to death there's going to be dents and then i get through the hailstorm and a rock flies up and there's a little tiny nick now in our windshield and right. I, I just I'm cried I, I cried out to god i'm not joking i cried out. i was like what more do you want? Am I, am I supposed to stop? Am I supposed to quit? Like, is this what this is? Like, it's not, I was almost thinking like it's a Truman show, like every fucking thing's against me to get to the truth. And I'm like, what in the hell is going on? I could, I mean, I'm in a hell storm after just doing, I mean, y'all don't understand. Also in the, the whole, the, the whole, yeah, it might be the, yeah. the whole nipple thing. I, it was poor. It was raining and I'm laying in, antifreeze and rain trying to fix it trying to find where the leak is and all stuff i get through all of this i had to go up a mountain get through it i can't, i mean i have to constantly look to see if anything's happening and then a hailstorm i was like now a hailstorm it's exactly like the end of truman you know where he right before yeah. he gets to the end and i was like this and then a rock hits the windshield and i was like what the fuck like couldn't the rock have been kicked up during the hailstorm and probably knocked it out of the way and not cause a, I mean, there's nothing I can do. It was so exhausting. I was like, there is God like, is this like real entertainment? Like, how will he handle this? Like, what about one more thing? One more thing. <laughs> just one more. And I was like, I just couldn't believe it. It was the most unbelievable thing. And I got it here and we'll see if it's okay. I don't know. I mean, it made it, but I just couldn't believe it after all that time and everything. And I don't know. Did anyway, you call, did you call me and I didn't answer and you said don't worry about it during that? Probably, I think so. Because you because you I had a missed call sometime yeah. over that period, yeah. and then you text me. He's like, no, no worries or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But normally it, when, you would call when and something like that. Yeah, we gave those O'Reilly guys a twenty dollar tip. The guy was like, no, nah, man, this is my job. I don't need. That. I was like, no, nah, I really appreciate. It. Like, because I mean, they worked. They like I was just thinking that whatever O'Reilly's guys are making can't be that much, and they literally just saved me unbelievable amounts of time and money. Because another mechanic would have had to diagnose it and figure it out, maybe even charge me more, and said, "No, it is actually the the hose or whatever." Like the amount that those guys saved me, just I mean, and they had that guy walked out and it was drizzling, and he stayed out there with me, and everybody. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Wow, this is so crazy." Yeah, that's cool. But that's it part was of the satisfaction so of that job is some is actually like um they do help people like you know you work at the auto yeah. parts store but it yeah. does help you can help people in that position because people come right. in but it's, i'm sure it's really annoying to have that job because people want you to like fix their car or something yeah, sometimes yeah. but they sometimes have a piece of knowledge or a thing and they can change mm-hmm. a person's trajectory so they yeah, that probably like is someone yeah a they don't have the responsibility but they have the yeah, potential right. to go you need, and they can like they have yeah. that is part of their job that they get to help yeah. people. 
but that's great. Sometimes they do not want to help you. <laughs> well, it's tough too in situations like that. And I know for you especially, everything is it feels way bigger than it does to me. You know what I mean? Like everything yeah. feels massive. Yeah. And to me, it would have been like, well, this sucks. You know, it, yeah. it's one of those things. But like, but especially if you're in a, on a trip with just your wife or your right. wife and kids, there's nobody. Even though they're supportive and like trying to help, supportive, not well, helpful, you know what I'm saying? Though. Yeah, well, right. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It is it. There's they're not helping, right, with anything, no, right, at all. So it's all on you. I know. When you're with they the band, can't. they can't. When you're with either, the band, yeah. you actually share the load. Like you, right? It, it, everybody's trying to figure out the solution. Typically, if you're in a, if you're with a good team of people, right. But on that, in your situation, it's like it is your responsibility, one hundred percent, to figure that I'm out. A, yeah, and you just got to, and it, and that's what I'm saying. It feels like so much was riding on this fucking nipple, this tiny <laughs> little cover, like so, like all of our merchandise, hmm. like my career, the <laughs> van that we tour in, everything is just riding on this one piece of rubber. I'm like, this just is so much. This can't be worth it. Like, this, I just let let me just try to hunt for food. Let me just try to uh, make an arrow and shoot it into a gazelle. Not th not <laughs> this because it's way too much. All the outcomes that you can just think of while shit's hitting the fan, and you're just like, how do I fix it? What do I do? I'm just coming up with all these ideas. I'm trying to solve the problem while also pre-solve what's going to happen next mm -hmm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. like it, you're just in, and i was just like this is yeah. just so exhausting like couldn't i just i mean maybe i could just do any other thing like it just it, the the weight of this like me having to call y'all or is the van messed up again and you know whatever it is i'm like oh shit it's just man i was that night i was so tired like i mean i'll all we did was drive from like the Charlotte area to Asheville. It's only about two hours, you know, I, I mean, but I couldn't have been more exhausted. And I was like, my brain is just done. It has caused my entire body to be worthless right now. It's insane. Yeah. So, but I made I'm it. And it, it always works out. That's the thing. It always works out. Even in bad ways, it still is going to work out. Even if it's not the thing you wanted or whatever, it just ends up working out. Or Everything works yeah. out in the end. Is that the or message? you die. Yeah. yeah. I mean, or the worst thing die. that's going to happen to you is you're going to die, but you're going to die no matter what. So death is on the table at all times. Right now, it's on the table for all of us. It, right. it, you could die this instant. There's a billion ways to die just in this exact moment. So since that's always on the table, other that that's always there. So you can't really say, oh, no, but you could die. No, you couldn't die doing anything. So. If that's the case, it's not safer to be at the doctor's office or to be in the couch at my house. It's, but but is death is is death the ultimate? It didn't work out. No, like, and that's what I'm saying. Death might matter, even because you're dead. Death might even mean right. it works out. Death might Maybe be that way is better. It worked out. It's not like life's kicking ass. <laughs> life's pretty <laughs> awful. So dead. Well, oh no, death. What? I get to leave this motherfucker? Oh no! My, I mean, of course. Yeah. Sign me up. I'm ready there's to a, go. There's a paradox in that for sure, because like what you would do to live is like, you know what I mean. You would do that much just to get the van back or just to get the auto part. What you would do right. to yeah. live is a lot. And so, what if you don't? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That nice might be the best. That way. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you give it all you got, so what? Right. I like it. I mean, the worst case True. scenario is you die, and that death can't be maybe worse. Maybe that's better. Death. Who knows? This is, I mean, you can't, you got to be medicated, even say you're alive or something. You know I mean? This life is so hard. This life is so hard. Everybody feels like everything is riding on everything at every moment. Yeah. That's every just a, single yeah. thing matters at every moment. That's never but, been. But nobody human, on earth existence. thinks that what happened to you is like, oh, he had a car problem. Yeah. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> yeah, like trouble with his car or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, right. No, it's not that big of a deal. I just you get it fixed. You had to go to the yeah. mechanic or something. Oh, like, 
mechanic yeah. was closed one yeah. afternoon. Uh-oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> But it's way more than that. <laughs> in your mind, it was in your mind it was ruining like six like, careers. It is yeah. fine if you die. It's, I thought like, it was, it's either I, this or I die. It doesn't yeah. matter. But I thought I yeah forty five. I I prayed for death constantly during that. <laughs> I was like, just take me on, Lord. Just take me on. And but you're right. Like it, it isn't really that big of a deal. But it, that's what I'm saying. It feels like it is yeah. though. You won't it believe feels what like, happened to my uh, neighbor last so week. So many things. His car broke down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I know there's a lot of suffering in the world. My neighbor had to go to the mechanic three days before he got <laughs> <laughs> he had no to stay car. At a, three days. He had to stay at a fairly $1, nice $1, hotel. dollars <laughs> 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 And, and the hotel he stayed at did not even have really good breakfast. <laughs> he said the jacuzzi was almost worthless at the hotel he had to stay at for those three days. Yeah. And you would say that's how you just if, like after you got it fixed, everything you you have that feeling of, ooh, I'm fucking alive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best, you know, get, getting out of the yeah. emergency. Oh it's man, when that it. went, it's all worth when it. That, when that worked, I did this the cheese. You just, you know, you my just face. Had everything. <laughs> you know, and I was just like, Whoa. I know. I live for that up and down. Yeah. I mean, I li- you got to live for it. <laughs> That's what's yeah. probably screwed up with people is that total flatline existence. Yeah. This probably was yeah. not so good. No. Right. No, 100%. I'm not fully flat, but I'm not, I'm not real up and down. You know what I mean? But you you do a lot, experience. and you 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 but you but you do things that are high risk or high st- you, you do higher things, than most. Yeah, but you do, but you also are even. I'm saying some people have no, you know you you feel right. you feel bad and anxious and depressed, and there's no, um, yeah, you're not engaged in anything. <clears throat> Right, where you could there's no real risk be in a, a in pickle anything. or what? Yeah, and that's yeah. that's its own yeah. type of badness. It is funny though, because like, and I'm sure you guys have experienced this too. But when you know you're just talking to somebody, and you know somebody asked me about our trip out to the northwest or whatever, they're like, yeah. I was like, yeah, you know, we were Portland one day and Vancouver the next day, and then we get yeah. They're like, wait, you you just you just went there and then you left like instantly and you didn't yeah you didn't do anything right. besides play a show i was like yeah i mean we just, yeah, we we just, just drove there yeah. you played a show and then you leave there yeah <laughs> and they're like that's insane like they couldn't yeah that didn't make, even make sense to them like why would you, why is it worth they it? can't understand like wait you went to denver and just came back like i go to the restaurant and turn around <laughs> yeah. and come back off yeah, right. yes. like what the hell are you doing like a mile trip just because yeah. Right, yeah. right, but they they they's the same people who go. Wait a minute, you write your own songs? Yeah, y'all <laughs> <laughs> yeah. play originals. Like, like that's a thing. Originals. Like yeah. the, the people talk to you like in a band. Yeah, whatever. Hold on, hold on. You write your own song. <laughs> <laughs> it's not originals. 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 Yeah. Y'all play covers. People must think like I guess writing a song, but if they actually heard our our originals, they would yeah, hate them. They couldn't believe oh, that yeah. anybody would ever listen to right, them. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Like what? Yeah. How could you have fans? How could you guys? You wrote that song? That's a, I. I mean, obviously that couldn't be on the radio or anything. You, you know, call that a song? Yeah. I mean, you can't. You can't at all. Uh, speaking of uh, writing songs. So I, I saw that uh, story. It got, it got me thinking. So I saw this thing about Mick Mars and Motley yeah. Crue. Yeah. Wrote a song right. with Mick Mars one time. That's true. Yeah. So like Motley Crue trying to write songs without Mick Mars or something like that. Some drama yes. going on. But mm-hmm. I, rem- I remember y'all had some story. And I, I can't remember what the details were. But y'all know Mick Mars. We wrote right? a song with Mick Mars. You wrote yeah. a song with Mick with Mars. With him at his house in Malibu. What? Yeah. 
happened? Like, wait, why did that happen? I'll start the why, and then I'll let. I don't Matt remember tell the, the whole. Of it. I don't remember the whole thing, but the Mick Mars, yeah, he's in that. Like you know, yeah. I saw it's been all over the news. Well, so we got our booking agent or our manager got contacted by his manager or somebody in his world, whatever that title of that person was. And because Nikki six and Tommy Lee were doing stuff with young, younger, younger bands, you know, different genres, you know, trying to mix it up a bit. They were reaching out in, you know, in his stead in, you know, Mick Mars, you know, kind of saying, Hey, maybe we should get somebody kind of relevant, do something with them creative. So he was, he was kind of trying to help himself look a little bit better in the media and the, have a little bit more young youth tied to him like the other guys. So he didn't lose all his clout. You know what I mean? Okay. So that was kind of the, the setting. And we knew that kind of going in like, Oh yeah, that's we were honored, you know, cause you know, we love Motley Crue and Dave is worships Motley Crue. He loves them. So we were like, of course, yeah, we'll do whatever. So that kind of sets the stage of what we did. So we flew out there and, and did that whole thing. We were just doing shows though. Like we were maybe, just, yeah, maybe we had a run shows, of yeah. shows and their, their management reached mm -hmm. our management. Cause they were just trying to get Mick connected with people to keep it back. Cause you know, he has a, his condition he has a medical condition with the spine and stuff like that so like that's been part of his story for yeah. a long time is he's got like a spinal condition and he was disconnected from the band you know at that even at that time yeah. and they were just trying to keep him active or whatever but they like we were playing some shows and then we carved mm. out an extra day or two days because mm. they said do you want <laughs> do you want to go write do a writing session with mick mars basically it was the yeah the, the, the setup what else do you, what do you remember about the setup toby anything else yeah no they said that we were we were going to do this so we thought oh man this is amazing we went and got a hotel and we went the funniest part was the first day we wrote with him two days the first day we went to this studio and it was like this kind of big kind of fat gross producer kind of guy or engineer type and he was just like you know talking and I, and it was really cool because like all of us are in a band and Mick Mars has been in a band and all of us were like fuck this guy like it was just, like we all of yeah, us really got it and he was like can't wait to see y'all tomorrow guys and, and Mick's like we're not coming here y'all come to my house tomorrow right. we're like yeah. yeah oh my god we're gonna go to Mick Mars's house and because Matt and, and Josh could record as good as that guy and it was a shitty place anyway, and the guy was creepy, and it was just terrible. It was it a bad was vibe. Really creepy. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, yeah. So we went it was up. like in Hollywood, a studio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it, was, it, weird, it was. It was like a, creepy, know, it was actually. Yeah, it was yeah. Creepy. I mean, Hollywood is weird. Yeah, yeah it really it was is. Like weird. Like, weird. That guy weird, did yeah. bad. That guy had done bad things. I'm certain. I mean, he's yeah, just for sure. weird, weird kind of gross. Um. Anyway, so we drive up uh, up the Malibu, and we went up all these hills, you know, Hollywood Hill in Malibu, and all this stuff near the. And we get to Mick Mars' house, and we just walk into his house, and it's just this awesome house in Malibu. And his assistant is there, and his assistant's like a. Uh, what he was, was definitely. It, what it, was it, his it, name, Matt? Nelson. 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 He was definitely a gay uh, Hispanic. Was he Hispanic? Yeah, yeah it's like a yeah. gay Hispanic yeah. a gay guy named Hispanic Nelson. Man. Super cool, and he yeah. would kind of talk shit to Mark, to Mick, but they were like friends. But he kind of be sassy, yeah. and yeah. it was like really cool. And he Mick's told like us a that loner, Mick, you know, like yes. he lives alone in this big house in Malibu. He had a model girlfriend that was there that looked real creepy for a little, I don't know if he's still with her, but she was a model. She was there too. And, but like, uh, Nelson would just talk shit. He was like, he made me go with him to the storage facility and get all his expensive guitars to show off to y'all. Like Mick went and got all the, his like cool guitars and yeah, amps and stuff and set them up in his house before we got there. Cause you know, this band has come to see Mick Mars. He was like, I, yeah, I gotta, I'm, I can't make my house look like it's not rocker or whatever. The so he showed us, you know, bare. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah, bare. Yeah. very bare. Like, it was hardly anything. The walls, yeah. There's a couch and, a and he TV. was even kind of sick. Then he's got some kind of spine issues yeah. or whatever. Yeah. He was, he, and, he was uh, kind yeah. of unwell in some ways you could tell it was kind of weird, but he, there was something where he connected with us yeah. like at that studio and yeah. just thought these guys are cool. And then he wanted to impress us, but he was, you know, living some kind of slightly isolated way at that time. And yeah, he had the assistant and took us up there yeah. to the, to his house. And it was really crazy that he wanted us to do that, but it was, um, like, 
I mean, you know, because he's in the lawsuit now and everything. So it kind of like, it really, if I had to say the thing about the lawsuit's really weird because he, some of the stuff that's in the lawsuit now, he was talking about it then. And that was what year was that? Yeah. That was 2008, nine? It was 2008 or nine. Yeah. 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 It was crazy because we sat down with him. We sat down with him at the studio too a little bit. And I think we had a little bit of an idea. And at his house, we kind of hashed the whole thing out and recorded. I guess we recorded it. So I don't know where it's at. But I wish it, you still had that song. It we had a little bit of a chord progression idea. I think it was mainly our idea. And then um, all he really did, like Toby had some vocal ideas, and then all he all he really did was solo on yeah right it, I mean, that's that, the, the, it. what's weird about it is i'm trying like with all the lawsuit stuff coming out do y'all see in the lawsuit and stuff Devin? have you seen i've the seen stuff a little going bit on with it a little bit yeah so they he have said him, that he a, basically said he was going to quit touring but he wanted to remain yeah. otherwise a full member of the band and they something. said they said he fully retired and he was done and so they're trying oh. to give him like five percent of their touring and he says he's owed 25 percent. you know so he's so oh. Yeah. So the lawsuit revolves around this thing that he can't, that he was doing bad and he was mentally and cognitively bad and he's right. not playing Nikki right. Nikki Six said that about him, yeah. Oh. Yeah, and stuff like that. But it's, and, and I'm trying to sort this out if I could weigh in on it as an expert witness, basically, okay. because <laughs> I'm a guitarist in a band and I've jammed with Mick. So I think. I think I can offer some insight into it, but it is a little bit confusing. And anytime stuff gets legal, it's weird. But I, there's stuff in that lawsuit and in the social media stuff that he was he was talking about at the time with having problems with the band. That it sounds like the exact same stuff he was talking about. But yeah, he the first day we went to the studio, he had like an acoustic guitar or something like that, and we were trying to show him like an idea we had. I was trying to. I, mean, I know this sounds super crazy as a guitar player, but I'm in a studio with Mick Mars and I'm trying to show him like a chord progression. And I'm just like yeah. showing him like an A major seven chord and right. he's like not getting it. Right. And I'm all. like, Oh my gosh, this is weird. And he did seem old and he did have the spinal condition. Mm -hmm. And so I, it is true that he was struggling a little bit in that environment. And I was trying yeah. to, and, I, and then I thought what world am I in where I'm trying to show Mick Mars a guitar part and Mick Mars is struggling with the chord shapes or whatever it was that I'm doing, um, and it was it was super, it was kind of weird. And I thought, well, oh, is he out of it? What is the deal here? Yeah. Um, and that was at first my impression. So that is true. On the other hand, I was doing guitar stuff that was probably foreign to him in style, and it was on acoustic guitar, and I was making probably weird chord shapes or something like that that yeah. aren't you know, natural to him. And then the next day when we went to his house, we, um, like he had his strat and an amp and a wah pedal and he, and yeah. all this stuff. Um, where'd Lunsford go? Did he just drop uh, off? He might have. Okay. His picture's still there. Lunsford, you there? I think he had to go pee. Mike is muted. He didn't give a shit about us. He's a shitty friend. Y'all know he that. Even, he's the one that was listening. Everyone, to the story. everyone hates him. <laughs> now, now we're just telling the story to each other. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> we we know the story. He'll be back. Well, I can tell it anyway. But so Mick was um, when we got to his house, and he got comfortable. Yeah. And we started playing stuff and he went to solo and start to actually play in his style on something that was comfortable. He played it was blowing my mind it how was good unbelievable. it was. It was I, I yes. couldn't believe it. The difference in that awkward environment with the acoustic guitar, trying to play something that was foreign to him. And then when he started playing his stuff and showing us stuff and doing his thing, it I it was unbelievably good what he was able to do and play and he could articulate it was like not at all like yeah. he was very good at guitar like very good once it once he got in his element doing his thing and he was just he would tell the stories about everything it was like once you got to understand him even though he's in a weird package and a weird person 
he was totally killing it on the guitar. Like, yeah. Yeah. not at all having struggling at actually playing the style and stuff that he does. So when yeah. I'm seeing those lawsuits and that kind of stuff, and they're trying to say he's not good, they like leaked it in ear monitor mix of him playing, and he sounds great even on the tour and everything. And he was talking about. Um, Lunch for you back. Did you hear any of that? No, uh, yeah, I heard. I heard a lot. I'm sorry, I had a kid. No, no problem. Yeah. But um, <laughs> when he got in his element with his electric guitar, doing his stuff for real, he was just mind-blowingly good. That was that. Like yeah. I was like, wow, this is this is incredible to watch him and hear him talk and explain and do stuff. And he told a million stories and everything. But he was talking about how they do have um, tracks live that they play to. So in the lawsuit, they're arguing about this Nikki Six play to tracks and all this stuff, like what's real. So now everybody's saying they play to tracks live and all that stuff. And he yeah. was talking about that. Like they do have tracks. They do they do things like have double tracks of them playing that they use that the sound guys can do or whatever. But they you know the leaked him playing live and all that and he plays. Like, there's no doubt in my mind that if you get have him playing girls, 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 he can destroy that. There's, yeah. there's that right. is like he is not where he can't play. In my opinion, he can play. Even I mean, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, just, I, totally. I do not. So it's see, and and for sure they do tracks and stuff like that. So he's saying that Nikki and them play the tracks. But yeah. I mean, he's the one that is the good musician in the band. Yeah, he said he was the right. only one playing live at their shows. He is the and one that is good. Track. So yeah. they're probably he's pushing back on some of that yeah. a bit. And they yeah. don't that's like my that. opinion. And it's yeah. and I mean, I could be wrong because it was some time where I was like, "Wow, Mick is crazy or weird or out right. of it or something." But really, seeing him play, there's no doubt in my mind he's the one that can play probably the best. Now they got John Five playing guitar who I'm sure is like great and good and all that. Yeah. But I feel that I have to be super on team Mick, not just cause yeah. he was super cool to us. And that's a crazy situation to be in, but I've seen him really play and rip like rip, totally yeah. rip in a way yeah. that I oh, do yeah. not think Nikki six can do. Well, a couple of things here is he definitely told us cause he was on tour. He was there with Ozzy when Ozzy was like snorting ants and he said he so many stories the bucket yeah. and, he did Ozzy drank it and he said all this stuff, but he, he but said he Mick, saw Ozzy yeah. snort a line of ants. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. He saw just that. For a gag. And, uh, but he also <laughs> said that like, he said they were all shit. They would all at the beginning was sharing a bus, but it was so like, he was older and just didn't really party. Like, I don't even think he drank or anything. Like he didn't do much of anything party. He just really wanted to be a musician. And he was, you know, that was his thing. He said he like would crawl out the bus window and go get a hotel or something like just to get away. Like he couldn't do it. And, uh, and it was, so he was having issues with them probably from the beginning. It just, yeah. but it just For a worked long time, out. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, the funniest thing that happened was we wrote the song with him, which I guess we have no way of finding it. It's gone, right? Like there's no, I don't know where it is. I don't know how we could ever find it. It'd be so cool to hear that song that we wrote with Mick Mars. It was kind of um, new metal. It but, was just kind of yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. set a, but I actually thought I was like, oh, solo in. yeah. I thought, oh, wait a minute. We're going to be in a band with Mick Mars from Motley Crue. I can almost remember a tour. couple of the lyrics. I can yeah. almost pull them out. So, no, something Hawthorne Heights always there. makes fun of us. Remember, Hawthorne yeah. Heights knows it. They always sing it because we, we told yeah, them after we did it, and it was something about remember. the doctor. There's some doctor <laughs> line. It, right? It was yeah. something about the doctor, uh, doctor with the medicines, something, uh, <laughs> yeah, something, like something like that. The, you know what I mean? But uh, we write this song. And Dave's just in awe because this is his favorite band ever. And he's sitting here across from Mick Mars. And Dave's trying to play like a drum beat, you know, kind of with his hands or with a, maybe some sticks or something. Just, you know, we, didn't, we were just at his house without a drum set. And uh, and Mick was just soloing. It was so awesome because when he first showed us his idea, it was like a goofball playing an acoustic guitar for the first time making a G chord. Like he didn't even yeah, make yeah, a G chord. Yeah, he was not good in that context. I, mean, it, I was like, what in the fuck is that? Like he... I was like, he wrote that. He's like, hey, what about this song? And it was just like the the first song you would ever write on a guitar. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, so he only just went straight to shredding, and he can shred unreal. But uh, Dave's playing this song, and he looks at Dave, and uh, he just like stops shredding for a minute, and he just goes, "Guys, this might sound fucked, but what if we put bongos on this?" <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> what are we supposed to say? We're like, yeah, We're like, yeah fuck yeah, man. dude. Oh, bongos, man. Fuck yeah, Mick. <laughs> well, that's a killer, dude. And, you know, he felt all good about it or whatever. But, I mean, it was just – and uh, I can remember Nelson also said, like, he barely ate. He said he, oh, he only ate, ate chicken breasts. And then sometimes he would, or, yeah, he would only eat yeah. peanut M&Ms. And then There's occasionally pretty much coffee and peanut M&Ms. Yeah. That all day, at least, yeah. it was just coffee and peanut yeah. M&Ms all yeah. day. 100%. His yeah. house is just so nice. I mean, I, he, I, he pulled out, he had this huge case of uh, guns. He collected guns. Yeah. He had this giant case of guns he thought he was showing us and stuff. It was funny. I mean, y'all think it's crazy that they're all still alive? It is kind of crazy. Kinda. Isn't it kind of wild? Yeah. Yeah. But like, Tommy Lee is only 60. That's not even right. that old. Nick, no, Nick I mean, was the oldest yeah. one. But he just, Nick, he's yeah. the real musician in the back. I mean, Tommy Lee's amazing and everything, but it's just like, you know, he the the all the music and sounds and chords and le- everything comes from Mick. So you yeah. can replace him, but it doesn't. It's not really something's wrong with that. In my, there's yeah. got to be something kind of wrong with that, in my opinion. Yeah. So he has some grounds at least. I, I, but you know what I mean? Like they, I don't know. It feels so fun. crazy. I mean, Mick is seventy-one. Mm-hmm. So even when Motley Crue started, he was thirty. Yeah. That's wow. right. When they were so he really was big, he was, plane, late, yeah. he was in his late 30s. He was older, yeah. probably took himself a little bit more seriously, you know, yeah. wanted to be good and not just party, and they all right. wanted to party. It had yeah. to be the case. I'm just I'm on his Wikipedia and I'm looking at pictures and stuff, and I just I like Hollywood is so weird. Like I think about like the rainbow room. Yeah. I just think about old people like old Hollywood yeah. people looking mm-hmm. run down. Yeah. Used up. Used yeah. up, yeah, and I don't know. Hollywood's fucked. He said fucked. he yeah. said some Fox funny stuff. He said that they that no matter. Okay, these are two wisdoms from Mick. He said no matter what in any picture, never smile. No matter what, like you take a picture of a fan, <laughs> yeah. anything, never smile. It's just don't do it. And he said <laughs> when you, whenever you're solo, and he says no matter what, if you hit a, a note you think is wrong. He said, just keep bending till it's right. Yeah. <laughs> that was his. He's like, because I was like, how do you shred? Like, it just says, you just go wherever you want to go. But if it doesn't sound right, you just keep bending until it is right. Until on it any is right. given note you're playing. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Well, speaking of band money, we yep. need, we can, uh, we'll take your money because uh, you could join Emeryland and you get <clears throat> so much. You get uh, a lot of music that other folks don't get from Emory. Uh, we got, we got a bunch of stuff in Emeryland. There's a ton of stuff and a ton more. And uh, you also get this podcast. You get part do a whole extra part of this podcast, a whole another hour coming up right now. As soon as this ends, all you got to do is start playing part do, and you can hear the next part. You get in- instant access to the part do, all of Emory specials and exclusive music. You also get 20% off everything. At both Emory and Marriage Supply, which is our adult toy store, which is kicking ass. By the way, uh, if you haven't yet, please go to Instagram and join the.marriage.supply on Instagram. Follow us. We're putting up some funny stuff, funny memes, good advice, all kinds of good stuff. So go to Instagram and join it at the.marriage.supply. But you get 20% off of everything on the Emory site and Marriage Supply when you join. And even Songs and Stories tickets, which is me, Matt, and Devin. Uh, doing Emory songs in the like unplugged way. It's really awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, custom songs when they're on sale, you get the those on sale, and uh, our new album rubs some dirt on it as well. Uh, free pre-show tickets, like whenever we do, like uh, when Seattle we did the uh, 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 while Broken Hearts Prevail, mm-hmm. the entire EP just for Emory Landers, only Emory Landers were there. It was amazing. So just yeah. join. Uh, we sure would appreciate it. it. Helps us pay the bills. It helps mm-hmm. me pay for nipples that I need on radiators. Go to emorymusic.com to join. Uh, Toby, let me add a also, little something in here real quick, if that's okay. Because okay, yeah. I think by, by the time this comes out, we will have announced this. And so let me add a few. We got some songs and stories. Ooh, yes, we do. That I'm going to throw on up in here. The tickets Thank are you. all free. All free, everything, <laughs> forever. Okay. May 25th, we're going to be in Tucson. Oh, oh. Nice. Tucson, Arizona. Not get a burrito. I like it. I like it. Then May 26th, we're going to head on over to your 
you're a little know, you're a little your favorite, favorite place your little in the favorite world, place San Diego San Diego so we're yep. gonna be there on May 26th May 27th we're gonna be in Orange County mm. that's a wonderful place that's just a wonderful place tickets go so County. fast tickets Wait, go so hold fast on, hold on. limited space about, available you're talking about Orange County being wonderful but San Diego I love San Diego over. I love San Diego, but Orange County's got a different yeah, it's San got like an energy to it. Better than Orange yeah. County. I don't know. I like man. Orange County. I don't County. know. The, the energy in San Diego is a little bit more. The shows like, are better in Orange County. The shows yeah. are better. Maybe that's the what shows I'm are better. Okay. So right, maybe the right. San Diego shows will, this San Diego songs and stories will They're be amazing. Good. Show up. Show up right, and show so up. Orange County, May 27th. That's going to be a matinee show. We love mm, doing matinee shows. Matinee is so fun. You get to come drink in the afternoon. Um, yes. have all night after that to go chill. Yes, you do. Or go to bed early before work. Yep. May 28th, Los Angeles. Love also it. Also a matinee show. Love it. Also a matinee Love show. It. Wow. And we just, Love it. We just decided on some June shows. We're going to be yes, playing in Sacramento on oh, June 21st. Shit. And hey, Fresno under- on yeah, yeah, June 22nd. Now, Yuck. well, Yuck. hold on. No, Sacramento's underrated. No, Sacramento's underrated. I like Sacramento. I thought we were playing San Francisco. I'm so, oh shoot, that is correct. <laughs> June 21st is San Francisco. I apologize. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Sacramento. Sorry. Sorry, Sacramento. San Francisco's not that far. <laughs> San Francisco. Sorry. And there's a reason that we can't play Sacramento that we can't say yet, but well, that's a, a radius issue. For radius. Study oh, there's a good reason. Yeah. There's do a the radius. People know about radius clauses? I don't know if they do. Do you know what there's, that is? There's certain shows in the radius you can't play Within closer a, into the circle of, of the show. Other Within shows a time. Or, yes. Yeah. yeah. So just know there's, there's a good a no- reason for it. Yeah. I have a but, good guess. Yeah. But uh, you won't see Songs and Stories in that other show in the radius. So Songs and Stories, you want to come see Emory in that yes. setting. You yes. want to come see that because we will not be Songs playing. Songs and Stories is different. Yeah. yeah. 100%. So anyway, yep. Yeah. Thank you, Devin. Yeah. And then lastly, if you join at emorymusic.com, which you should, do you tip your, do you tip your bartender? Do you tip your barista? Of course. Do you, I mean, I, I tip the O'Reilly's guys 20 bucks. Actually, it was my girlfriend. I was like, oh, thank every, you. But. Do y'all tip every person on the iPad now? I don't tip for Does a it drink matter coffee. about their jobs? Some t- sometimes I don't coffee? want to. No. You don't drip. I mean, I not mostly drip. do. What about I do a person too. at like guilty. A, a gas station? I I'm want not saying to. That's How always an How would you? I'm not saying that's always an option, but a, a place that it feels like you're not supposed to tip, those exist, yeah. Yeah. but they still have the tip option. Where? Yes, you know, you know what I mean. I've yeah, there's I places do. that are kind of they maybe over you. the line. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. that we do more for people than a lot of times where I get the screen flipped around at me. To be honest, right. yes, that's what that's my. So point join Emeryland, and that way, you know, you can that's, feel good about. I mean, you're enjoying yourself right now. If you're sitting there listening right now, and you're enjoying yourself. You yeah. consider this like moment the flip the screen around at you moment. That's basically this what this is. Yeah. Okay. Also, just a one last questions thing. Questions here. That's what they say. Just a couple questions here. <laughs> you just do a couple questions here before you. Like they don't yeah. know what they are. Yeah. yeah. Right. right. Oh. Oh shit. Oh. <laughs> you have um, a couple questions before you go on to your next podcast. You need to do. And then they look away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. You also get your name read. On the podcast, so new Emory Landers, you're going to get your name read. Old old Emory Landers too. We read them all. Um, so do y'all have them pulled up? Can y'all can y'all read them? Okay. Yep. So this week, and what's what really fucker. cool is when you, yep. when you get your name read, all the 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 group that gets their name read, they all agree on something they want to say. And this week, it's what they like saying to old people, like seniors. Okay. So okay. go ahead and read read it. The first one is I'm going to go with Dominic. Rosellis. Yeah. Nice. Nice pronunciation. Uh, so this is what they like to say to old people. How's your memory? They say that to old people. Okay. Oh, right? really? How's your memory? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Joseph Arnold. He says, but just look at Betty White. <laughs> All right. Jesse Pickett. Pickett. Do you, do you know how to use a smartphone? That's what they like to say. <laughs> Brian Mellon. Uh, you've still got time. 
<laughs> but I ain't going to get this last one right. I'm going to go ahead and tell you okay. that. Go ahead. You got um, it. Just give it your best shot. All right. Hold on. <clears throat> I don't know if that first – what's the first The first letter? one's – I think it's I. It's I, not a L. Let's go with I. Yeah. I Avgen. Avgen. I'm going to say Yevgen Prischenko. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I, think, my, I actually think that's yeah. real good. That's I was gonna Russian. say Ivgen Prashenko. Yeah, Ivgen's good. I said. What'd you Yevgen, say? Yevgen. 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 Yeah, I don't know. Ivgen. That Russian. That's Russian. Prashenko. 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 Emery's huge in Russia. Prashenko. Um, yes. It might not be Russian. For I hope all I did you know. it right. I hope you know I what? Did it right. You know what? Putin. He's pretty cool. <laughs> Ivgen Prashenko said, uh, "I love your zest for life." So that's what he likes to say, though. Yeah. So, all right, guys, we did another one. Uh, Make sure you come see us on Songs and Stories. We'll be back next week with Songs and Stories podcast, and we will be having some other tour announcements coming up soon. So uh, stay tuned. Uh, If you haven't yet, subscribe to this podcast. And also, I didn't mention it earlier, but I have another podcast called Sex 101 where we take listener questions. You can send your listener questions in to toby at marriagesupply.com and uh, go listen to that and subscribe to that podcast as well. We sure would appreciate it. Bye.